All right, so to start of today, I'm throwing waters out. I'm kidding. Ooh, awesome. T-shirts and holy water, is that what we're doing? Uh, oh, before I sit down, let me introduce myself. Um, I see a lot of new faces in the crowd today. So, hey, I'm Kevin Williams. I work in Chi Alpha. I've been on staff for about a little over half a year now, which is pretty awesome. So it's just hit about seven or eight months. Sweet! Um, <laughs> all right, so before I start today, I got to give a, a little shout out, okay? Guys, thanks for being, like, so awesome and coming here and support and um, just coming to hear me speak and coming to hear God just rain out some word, all right? Um, but I have a buddy of mine who always wants to give me advice, and so he sends me a text today. And I don't really, I don't know, his, wife, his advice isn't really, like, amazing, Okay, but so he told me, though, he told me, though, and I'm taking this one because this one's awesome. He told me, though, if I get nervous up here, I need to think of this. Okay, if a gummy worm and a gummy bear were to fight, who would win? Okay, so just letting you guys know where my mind will be if I get nervous. Okay, so if I space out, I'm I'm really trying to figure out which one would win because I love gummy worms. But gummy bears are the same thing, just in bear form. Okay, anyways. All right, I'm going to go ahead and sit down. All right, so I'm going to make a statement, and this is the, the, what I'm going to be talking about today. I'm going to make a statement, and I want you guys to raise your hand if, if you agree with this statement, okay? Sharing Jesus is important. Awesome. Awesome. I, I'm going to raise my hand too. I think it's important as well. Um, but it, it's, it's so crazy. I've been, you know, I've, I've been doing this campus ministry thing for, I want, I really want to say like two years, almost one, one and a half years because I went through Chi Alpha when I was here. And when I talk to Christians here in Chi Alpha and Christians in other organizations, and it comes around to the, the sharing Jesus talks, you know, I generally get like one or two things, you know, oh, oh, that's, yeah, that's awesome. And we, we should be sharing Jesus, you know, but a lot of Christians, I think, feel like, you know, they give me this response of, hey, I'm not, I'm not ready. You know, it's kind of hard to share Jesus, kind of hard to talk about Jesus, kind of hard to, to, you know, tell people the good news of Jesus. And, um, the next thing is, it's just amazing to me, you know, if Jesus is important, you know, um, I get this response of, well, you know, yeah, I was taught to share Jesus, but, uh, you know, I don't really do it. And so I want to talk about that, that today. I want to talk about sharing Jesus is important. And whenever I think about sharing Jesus, I have to think about my life before I knew Christ. Um, I, I don't know if you guys have heard my testimony. I know a few of you have. But I, I was here at Georgia Southern. I went here all four years. I graduated this past May. And I did not know God throughout three years of my college experience. Um, y'all, I was doing my own thing. I was here on campus. I, was, I had a plan. Uh, I, I was going to play basketball for Georgia Southern. I was going to come do, get good grades. I was going to um, be a PR major, and I was going to go off, and I was going to do awesome things. I was going to be in a PR firm and everything. And um, I don't know. Life just is not the same <laughs> before I knew Christ, you know? I, I had a life of feeling like I had to do everything on my own strength. You know, before I knew God, I, I was doing things because I felt like I needed to do them. Okay. I was living life 
thinking that if I don't do it myself, it wasn't going to get done. And no matter how hard I tried, no matter how hard I tried each day to make things happen, something would always come and just like change that whole plan every time. You know, anyone ever had the friend who's like, hey, you're going to be here at the um, at the baseball game? And you're like, yeah, I'm going to go. But every time something comes up and you're just like, nope. They're like, hey, man, where were you? And it's like, oh, well, something came up. It was like that for me in every situation. I, I thought I was a man of my word, but I, I wasn't. You could ask me to, to do something, and I would be like, yes, I'm going to do that. But if something bigger came along, I guess that thing was bigger than my own word. And it just it left me with a lot of guilt. It left me with a lot of shame. It left, it left me with a lot of failure, you know? Uh, I tried to do the basketball thing. That was, I, y'all, I came out of high school. I don't know if any of you guys are, like, athletes. I know Hayden plays lacrosse um, here at Georgia Southern. He's an awesome guy. Um, but, like, y'all, I, I thought I was going to come out of high school, and I was going to do the whole basketball thing. And I was, I thought I was awesome. That was great. And um, I, got, I started doing that. And I started doing the weightlifting. I started doing the training and stuff. I started doing, like, the jumping drills and everything they put you through. And... I thought that was, like, my sturdiest thing. Like, I was like, if I don't do anything else, I'm going to play basketball. I got, I got that. That's, that's, like, my nugget in the bag. And then my back started hurting a little bit, and then classes got a little bit busy, and then so it didn't work out. And so I want to ask you guys a question. Who has ever had that, that one class that no matter how hard you try, you can't pass a daggone test? Oh, man. Oh, man. Y'all, let me tell y'all, I've had a class just like that. It's ridiculous. I think Georgia Southern is notorious for teachers like that, okay? <laughs> and it, it just feels like, and, and, and listen to me now, um, in that class, how hopeless do you feel? Like, isn't it? It's just hard. It's crazy. You stay up all night, every night, studying for that test, that one test. I can call out teachers' names and stuff, but it's a history teacher here. Mm-hmm. Y'all, I would stay up every, oh, see, the name already came out. Now, hey, look, the doors are open. They might can hear, so don't, don't, <laughs> don't do that. Don't do that. Um, but I would stay up all night and study for this, for those tests, you know. You know the teachers, you know what I'm talking about. The, the two tests for the whole year kind of teachers. Oh, yeah, that got them, didn't it? <laughs> I would stay up all night, all night, every day. Oh, I'm going to pass this test. I'm going to ace it. First test comes. Take it. I'm like, woo, boy. That's a little bit more difficult than I thought. Oh, man. I don't know if that's going to come out good. And I get it back, and it's like a 27. It's like, whoa, 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 whoa. I've never made a 27 in my life, not even on homework I didn't do. (laughs) But if I was to say... If I was to tell you guys about anything that is the equivalent of what my life was before Christ, I would have to tell you that a class like that was identical to my life without Christ. You see, I was struggling in life. You see, I thought it was good. I thought it was awesome. But nothing seemed to go quite the way I planned it. You see, I had a... You know, I didn't have a teacher, a good teacher. You know, in those, in those classes, you have that teacher who's just like, suck it up. I don't do curves. I don't do curves. Y'all better, you better, you better drop. You better drop. 
and they don't help you out. And that's how life was for me. I had no help. I had no help at all. I was trying to pass tests, you know, trying to get things done, and it just wasn't happening. And so I am so thankful for guys like Richard and people like you guys who come to Chi Alpha and you guys who have a personal relationship with Christ because it's through you guys and through Richard that I heard the good news of Christ and my life has never been the same. And so if I was to say, if I was to draw up an equivalent for what my life is now, I would have to say that right now, my life is like having a teacher in a good class. Let's talk about good classes. Good classes are when you go to class and you know you studied and you get your test right in front of you. You sit down to take it. Oh, you're on fire. You had coffee before. You had a nice breakfast. You sit down. Teacher's like, all right, get out your, pen, your pens and um, make sure that you have everything under your, under your desk. And you start taking it and you whip through that thing and you're the first one done. And you're like, yep, I whooped that behind on that test. That's right. That is right. Hold up. I might need to go out to the pool today. I ain't going to my next class. Mm. Forget that. Forget that. And how confident are you when you do that? The next time you come to class, you're like, I hope you got the test today. <laughs> That's right. That's right. What was the highest grade? 98. Oh, boy, I got that. <laughs> what was the lowest grade? 64? Nope, that wasn't me. <laughs> nope, nope. It's, that's what life is like now. You know, I have an awesome teacher. His name's Jesus. Okay? I work hard. And I am gratified in the feeling that I get when something is accomplished. I make good grades. Things happen. I have hope. I'm not doing it on my own. Not struggling anymore. You know, things are awesome. And just like in all good classes, you appreciate the teacher. You see? When you have a, a teacher who's there and who helps you out and they're like, hey, come by my office hours, you know, if you need any extra help. And they're always there. It's awesome. You appreciate that teacher. When you leave that class, no matter if you made a C in that class, but it was an awesome class and you did your work and you accomplished a lot in that class, you will leave that class saying, man, I learned so much. Man, that teacher was awesome. Oh, yeah, Dr. Such and Such. Oh, man, great teacher. What you making there, a C? But I earned that C. That junk was good. It was good. Put that, uh uh-huh, that's right. I said it. And so, if life is like a good class now, someone from that class, from this life, someone who has a life just like this, had to tell me about this life so I can know what it was about. You see? And so, my question for you guys tonight is, who on this campus needs to know about this class? Okay? Who on this campus needs to know about this life? Okay? And who's going to tell them unless we do? All right? So I want to go into some scripture now. Um, And I feel like the Lord was telling me, like, Kevin, you need to go read Acts. You need to go read Acts. I'm like, well, I mean, I've read Acts a couple of times. The junk is cool. Like, there's a whole bunch of miracles and stuff, and junk is awesome. But, y'all, I feel like tonight is the night where we just need to dig through, like, four pieces of Scripture, okay? Two are going to come from Acts, and it's awesome. So if we can pull up that, um, that Acts 8, um, 26 through 35. 
awesome. And before we actually don't put it up there yet. Um, before we get into it, let me tell you a little background about Acts. Acts literally is the book in the Bible where we see the starting of the churches in Judea and all through Samaria. Samaria. This is this is the book that like the Jesus has risen. He's resurrected. He went up to heaven and he sends out all the apostles. And he says, go spread the good news. Go tell everybody about what I have done. Go tell everybody about the things that they need to know that there is new life for them. Okay. And so where we're going to start right here is this is Philip, um, Philip and the Ethiopians. Some of you guys have probably already heard the scripture before. Um, but Philip is a, is a disciple. He follows the apostles. Um, he's full of the Holy spirit. And, um, he is actually, he's been scattered, um, throughout Judea and, um, Samaria, um, mainly because, um, the authorities started persecuting, um, Start persecuting the apostles and the disciples because they were preaching that Jesus was was the Lord and Savior of all. Jesus was God, and they didn't like that too much um, because they killed Jesus. <laughs> so they were trying to persecute him. So this is where we pick up. Okay. So starting verse twenty six, and I'm actually going to stand up so I can see this. All right. And so now an angel of the Lord said to Philip. Go south to the road, the desert road, that goes down from Jerusalem to Gaza. So he started out, and on his way he met an Ethiopian, Enoch. I hope I said that right. I said that right? Enoch? Enoch? Eunuch. Eunuch. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm not good with, with words and stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. An important official in charge of the treasury of the... Kandake, mm-hmm. which means queen of the Ethiopians. This man had gone to Jerusalem to worship and on his way home was sitting in his chariot reading the book of Isaiah the prophet. The spirit told Philip, go to that chariot and stay near it. All right, stay right here. I don't want to go any further just yet because, y'all, I want everyone to look up to this third word right there. Now, an angel of the Lord. Y'all, I don't know if you guys have read the Bible a lot, but whenever God sends an angel, something crazy is about to go down. For real. I, I'm so serious. Y'all, check any any story in the Bible. When, when there's an angel there and God's like, yo, tell them dudes about me. <laughs> Jump go down. <laughs> it go down. So I was like, God, I mean, what you trying to tell me now? You done gave me this verse with an angel in it. I don't know if I'm ready for this. So I hope y'all ready. All right, let's hit that next one. Okay. (laughs) Then Philip ran up to the chariot and heard the man reading Isaiah the prophet. Do you understand what you are reading, Philip asked. The man said, how can I? Unless someone explains it to me. So he invited Philip to come up and sit with him. This is the passage of scripture that the eunuch was reading. He was led like a sheep to the slaughter. And as a lamb before its shearer is silent, so he did not open his mouth. In his humiliation, he was deprived of justice. Who can speak of his descendants? For his life was taken from the earth. The eunuch asked Philip, tell me, please, who is this prophet talking about, himself or someone else? Then Philip began with that very passage of scripture and told him the good news about Jesus. 
And so I look at this, and I am stuck on verse 31. I'm stuck on it. Here's a guy who has scripture in his hand, and he is reading it. He thinks it's awesome. And Philip asked him, do you understand what you're reading? And what does he say? How can I? Unless someone explains it to me. And so my question for you guys, who is God sending you to? See, we saw that in the beginning of this verse that there was an angel involved, right? And I told you junk was about to go down. That's, that's kind of crazy. He just walks up to this guy. He's reading scripture. And he's like, dude, do you understand this mess? And he's like, no, I was just reading it. <laughs> he was like, oh, well, let me tell you what this is about. Later on in this story, we don't have it up here. But later on, what happens is that guy is baptized. And he receives the Holy Spirit. And he gives his life to the Lord. Okay. This has an, an awesome ending. And I think it's like a direct example of how we should be here on campus. Just kind of think, think in your head, you know, who, who in my life do I need to share the gospel with? I feel like every single one of us here, you know, not every one of us, but I know a lot of you guys that I've spoken with and that I, I've talked with you, you are in this awesome new class. You're in that good class that we talked about with that awesome teacher, Jesus. And I feel like in every, in all of our pockets that are participating in this class, we have vouchers. Okay. And Jesus has said, go out and give out these vouchers. I have paid for students to come to this class. So it's free and I want them to have it. I feel like that's where we're at right now. And so here in Chi Alpha, we want to be people who share the key to life. Okay? We want to be people who go out and we're handing out these vouchers. And we're saying, hey, through our words and through um, just how we act each day, we want to show people that there is more to life. And so when I'm thinking about this, um, I feel like God brought me to another scripture in Acts, Acts 17, 15 through 17. And I guess I got to stand up again. Sorry, y'all. Okay, and this is Paul. Everybody knows Paul. Paul's, Paul's the man. Um, and so it starts out like this. Those who escorted Paul brought him to Athens and then left with instructions for Silas and Timothy to join him as soon as possible. Okay. Um, Paul is waiting in Athens at this time, and he has left instructions for Silas and Timothy to come join him. They are traveling all throughout Judea, and they're spreading the gospel. And so this is Paul waiting alone. There's no one, there's no one with him. None of the disciples, none of the apostles are with him. Okay, and Paul, all right, Paul was waiting in Athens. Um, he was greatly distressed to see the city was full of idols. So he reasoned in the synagogue with, with both Jews and God-fearing Greeks, as well as in the marketplace day by day with those who happened to be there. And I know this is a short verse, guys, but this, I feel like it speaks volumes about how our hearts should be. If we want to be a people um, who is passionate about sharing Jesus, who's passionate about 
um, the statement, you know, sharing Jesus is important. I think we need to look at Paul's example here. It says Paul was waiting for them in Athens and he was greatly what? Greatly distressed to see the city was full of idols. How many times do we walk on campus or how let's not even talk about campus yet. Let's talk about our friends and family. We have this, oh, we're sitting in this classroom, y'all. We have the good teacher. We have, man, we're in that classroom where we're making good grades and things are going great. But how many of our friends and family do we know who are taking, still taking that heart teacher? Anybody hearing me now? <laughs> how many of our friends and family are sitting in the hard classroom? The classroom where they're struggling classroom where teacher their teacher is giving them no help and like think about your hearts are we ever distressed about that does anybody want to change that (laughs) and so here in Alpha, we want to be we want to have that heart we want to be distressed when we see that someone else is not receiving that awesome life that's there for them Is there more to that verse? I think there's a little bit more to that verse. Oh, check this last line out, y'all. It says, as well as in the marketplace, day by day, with those who happen to be there. All right, think about this, y'all. Paul is traveling. He has an agenda. He is out spreading the word of God. He has to meet at certain churches. He's already sent letters. Remember, it doesn't take a week to get to places. It takes months. It takes a long time. So he's sent out letters and stuff. Think about the magnitude of how distressed he had to be to stop. You got me? It says, in the marketplace, day by day. There's no time limit. So if we want to be showing, sharing Jesus and sharing Jesus is important through our words and our actions, we need to know that this is going to take time. It's going to take time. Be willing um, to take however long it is to, to really just show someone the love of Christ. It's a day-by-day thing. He sat there with them day-by-day. It doesn't say from Tuesday to Thursday or from Sunday to Saturday, half a week. Two weeks, three weeks. So, another thing that we got to know, I felt like God was really showing me this and telling me this, that it's not just for, let's say, it's not just for the benefit of the person that I feel passionate about, okay? It's for my benefit as well. And it's for the benefits of, the benefit of everyone else around us. Let's look at 2 Corinthians 9.13. Oh, man, this is getting weird. Am I having to walk back and forth and whatnot? <laughs> okay. Because of the service by which you have proved yourselves, others will praise God for the obedience that accompanies your confession of the gospel of Christ and for your generosity and sharing with them and with everyone else. That's awesome. That is awesome. That if we are obedient and sharing Christ. For our generosity in sharing Christ, people will praise God. It's awesome. So I feel like when we're looking at us being in this classroom, 
I want to give another analogy. And this one, this one's just, I don't know. If I have a chocolate cake, and I know Joe really loves chocolate cake, and my chocolate cake is good, let me tell y'all. I'm telling you, I make a mean chocolate cake. Boy, I put them eggs in that mug. Y'all don't even know that homemade icing. I'm just kidding. I can't bake worth of anything. But if I had chocolate cake, y'all, <laughs> you know, I could, hey, I could, I could make a steak, but I can't make no cake, man. <laughs> I need some meat. <laughs> Never learned how to bake. But if I have a cake, and I know Joe loves chocolate cake. And I know he's fighting, I know that his whole life is about this chocolate cake. He needs, he needs to get his chocolate cake. Okay? <laughs> and I'm just walking around with this plate of chocolate cake. <laughs> Dancing and just chilling. Chilling, being the fatty that I am. <laughs> but I don't give him a piece. Why? Why don't I give him a piece? I feel like that's kind of how we are sometimes. We have this goodness. We have this awesome chocolate cake before us. We're sitting in this awesome classroom. Here comes Joe. And he's hungry. It's like, I need to give him a slice. (laughs) And so, let's just think about it, y'all. I want to encourage everybody. if, If you are feeling what I'm saying, if you are hearing what I am saying tonight, and you are, you're like, yes, yes. I want to encourage you to be like Paul. Have that heart like Paul. Understand that, that if you are living this awesome life, that it's got to be on your heart to share that. Why, how, how could you not share it? It's so good. You know? You want others to have the same thing. Share that chocolate cake. Don't be greedy. Don't be greedy. See, some of y'all back there like, I don't even like chocolate cake like that. But it was vanilla. Mm-hmm. I see y'all back there. Smirking and stuff. I can see the crumbs on your lip. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. All right. So, last verse, and I feel like this this tops it all. This tops it off. Let's look at um, First Corinthians eleven one. This is Paul. Man, gotta love Paul. Paul's my homeboy. Y'all know I knew Paul. I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> Paul says, "Follow my example as I follow the example of Christ." If we feel that sharing Christ is important, we have to understand that Paul, that was his life, sharing the goodness of Christ. That was his life. And he says directly to us, follow my, sorry, I'm reading upside down. Follow my example as I follow the example of Christ. So what was Jesus' life? Sharing to us this awesome, awesome voucher to an epic class with an epic teacher. It's amazing. And so my challenge to you guys is to use the materials here in Chi Alpha to do this, y'all. There's five things. I know Richard said this many, many times. There's five things that we do here. And it's scriptural. It's scriptural, guys. Jesus did this. We say we want to reach people through prayer, worship, fellowship, missions, and discipleship. And so I want to urge you guys and challenge you guys 
Pray with people. Pray for each other. Show people the goodness of your life by leading by example in prayer. Show people the goodness of your life through worshiping and through every action that you do. Come, come to the plug, worship, sing to God, let people know how happy you are in your life. Encourage one another. Fellowship. Guys, get in the alpha group. Get in the alpha group. Alpha groups are awesome. Yo, they're sweet. They're cool. I was in the alpha group. It was awesome. I'm still in the alpha group. I don't really count. (laughs) Missions. And I I don't want you to look at this word missions and think like, go overseas and and do like Paul did and preach to to the, the starving African baby child over there in Africa. I mean, that's cool. Yes, do that. Do that. If that is on your heart, do that. But after you have done that, come back here and realize that this is your mission field as well. That every day, to someone, through your actions and through word, you need to be showing them the the love of Christ. And discipleship, guys. Can we pull that uh, Acts 17 back up? Remember what the eunuch said. Okay. Next one, next one. Boom. 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 Okay. Remember what the eunuch said. How can I, unless someone explains it to me? Guys, we need to learn. We need to be taught. And who's going to teach? Richard and I can't teach. The whole campus. That would be awesome. We can't do it. God has called us, me and you, together. Together. To reach this campus. To teach, to explain to people, yo, there's something real good. I'm telling you, you want it. It's not chocolate cake. <laughs> So we got to do these things. And so maybe we can get the band to come back up. And y'all, if you're a person right now who you don't understand anything I'm talking about, you've never heard what I'm talking, you never heard of these scriptures, you don't know what I'm talking about, but you are realizing right now that you might be in that hard class that you've been struggling you've been fighting and things just have not been going the way that 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 you've planned things just haven't been going the way that you've foreseen them to go every time you turn a corner something new pops up and it throws you astray If you are that person tonight, I'm here to tell you there's something better. Something way better. Something awesome. Right here, right now. And so, in a minute, I just, 
if you're willing, I just want to pray with you. And so, if everybody can just bow your heads. If you are feeling like you want to enroll in this new class with this guy called Jesus, if you are feeling like you just you just want that that better, you want that support, you want that that Savior to come and just wash over you and just show you what life is truly about. With all heads bowed, I just want you to raise your hand real quick. If that's you, just just raise your hand. Awesome. I see you guys. And so... With all heads bowed, I just want to—I just want to pray with you, Lord Jesus, and just—I guess—just in your head or out loud, just repeat these words. We're going to talk to that guy. We're going to talk to that good teacher. You're going to receive this this new life today, Lord God. I heard about this class that you're teaching. (laughs) I heard that you give new life. I want a piece of that. I don't want any of the life that I was living. I want this new thing that I see others living. God, I want to know you. I want you to teach me. I want you to be my savior. Take my life, God. Make me new. Dwell in my heart. Live inside of me, God. Lord, I thank you for this for this ministry, God. I thank you for everything that you're doing on this campus, God. It is so reassuring to know that we have a holy Savior that is involved in every single one of our lives. It is so reassuring to know that we have a God who cares God, I thank you for holding my hand when my hand needs holding. God, I thank you for wiping my tears. I thank you for helping me day in and day out. And God, at this time, I just want to praise you for being the God of my life. And I just ask you, God, that you just you just send special blessings over this body. For those who just gave their lives to God, to you, I just pray that you just, you live inside of them, God, with your Holy Spirit. 
And I pray that you change their ways, you change their days, God, so they may see that there is more to life than what they see now. God, you are life. <laughs> Let them see you. Jesus, we love you. I pray this in your name. Amen.